You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 392, full of, well, stuff. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 392, and it's sponsored by all-natural lemon tea Snapple. No, it's, it's really not. I wish it was, because they have lots of money. I know one thing. What? It's full of stuff. stuff. <laughs> and that's what this show is tonight. It's full <laughs> of stuff. Ah, uh, no, I guess no real agenda tonight. Not like uh, the... The no Mountie. agenda. That making that that make a good um, yeah. The uh, no film agenda. Title, the no agenda podcast. I wonder yeah, if anybody uses even better. that. I think somebody does. I think they do. Yep. And we are running so so. And I know nobody cares yeah, man, we, because we, we you're just starting. I know. Don't tell them we're running late. We are running we're late. <laughs> but we've spent. And Gaz and I were just talking that we say this like every week coming out of the breaks. <laughs> oh, you guys would just love this stuff we were talking about in the break. And <laughs> I think uh, one of these times we're just going to start recording, record like all the stuff before and on the stuff in between the breaks and release that as a separate podcast. If anyone is interested in that, let us know. And cause we can do it. Yeah. I'll, I'm threatening everyone right now. I yeah. will do. I will do it. I don't, will. Don't ask him folks. Cause he will do it. I will do it. You so can't your, stop me. How's, how's your week been then guy? <sighs> it's like been that. Like yeah. that is it? Yes. Yeah. Right. It's, it's been a crazy week with my, with my, Sometimes very odd son who wants to run his legs right into the ground, right up to his kneecap. He hurt his knee jogging. And uh, it's just like, you know, okay, I, I understand that you want to exercise and you want to be in good shape because you're young and you're strong. But at some point, your body says, really, stop doing this, okay? Because it hurts. And if Kids I hurt, I. you're going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, what about you? Well, Actually, uh, what arrived in the post today is something which I was – I took a bit of a flyer on, to be honest with you. Um, I bought Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Um, it's a, a game, which is um, – I thought you were going to say you bought the movie. It was like, yeah, I think that's been out for a while now. <laughs> and it's a game which is on Windows and Mac. And um, okay. obviously it comes on a DVD. Um, and unfortunately, the game requires the DVD to be present <laughs> when you're playing it. Mm. And as you may well know, I have a new Mac Mini upstairs, which has no DVD drive. <laughs> and a so MacBook I've, Air that yeah. also has no DVD drive. <laughs> so my daughter the other day said to me, Dad, I said, yes, um, can I not play that Harry Potter game anymore? Because she quite, you know, quite enjoys playing <laughs> it. And you said, yes, and you went, cannot oh, play that game anymore. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> So actually what came in the post today was a portable slim DVD writer because I also received my uh, the images back from the company I'd sent them off to be scanned. Oh, yeah. If you remember. And sure. they came back. And obviously, guess how they came back? On, um, on DVDs. <laughs> yes. So I kind of thought a double whammy. Anyway, I spent £24 on a Samsung yeah, uh, DVD writer, really. and um, I thought, right, I'm not sure whether the game will recognize it, because I did try um, the remote disc 
from the laptop downstairs or from the yeah. Mac Mini downstairs, but it just wouldn't see it. It just it just wasn't having it. So I thought, okay, well perhaps it needs you know at least a USB connected DVD drive. And I first tried it and it still didn't work. But then I double clicked on the um, the disc in Finder, and so mm-hmm. I got it up and running, so I could see you know it, I heard the, the disc spinning, started the game, and it runs it so she'll be really pleased when i tell her that uh, she can now play her game again yeah yay yay for old yeah. harry potter games yeah yay for old format discs hey yeah <laughs> <laughs> and before we go too much farther uh let's let's very as quickly as we can because this you know even though this show is just full of stuff there's a lot of stuff uh of course we have the the my mac podcast 400th episode contest thing that's that's coming. going on coming oh. In yeah. some, we're on three ninety two, so there's not many left. Yeah, and and oh, uh, besides, well, we'll talk about the the Facebook stuff later. Uh, I've got we've we have at least three people that have entered via uh, email. But yeah, funny they've sent the emails to me, guy. Yeah, and then you put them in. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they don't send it to me. I guess they figure you know <laughs> if if we send guy an email saying we want to enter this contest when he wants us to do it through Facebook, <laughs> he's just going to go right. <laughs> <laughs> right into the trash. No, no, no. I won't do that. Okay. So talking about the competition, <laughs> do you want to run through uh, who we've got? You know, for the contest, that competition. Oh yeah, we have ALK Technologies with the Copilot iOS GPS application, and then we've got BusyMac Software with two copies of BusyCal, and Splasm. Who we we had uh, we had Terra Noble on last week from Splasm. They're cool. giving us copies of Audiobook Builder and Checkbook Pro. Uh, Zeo Bit Software with two copies of Mac Keeper 2012. Boink Software. Wow. iStop Motion Pro, Photo Magical Pro, and Boinks TV. Superb. Uh, Mac Fun Software with FX Studio Pro. That's cool. That, that is good software. Publications International Limited with iCookbook. I'm sorry. I was about to say iCookbook.com. No, it's iCookbook is the name of the application. <laughs> and lots of copies of yeah, uh, wow. Slinkware Software's um, Slink. And which, yep. yeah, we'll be talking more in depth when we get closer. But. Yep. Uh, Reggie Ath- Reggie. Ooh, Ashworth. Careful, careful. Reggie <laughs> Ashworth. Not, not making fun, Reggie. We love you. We love you, man. Uh, we've got copies of AppDelete from the Mac App Store, AppDelete from his website, and VidConvert from his website. Yeah. Uh, Real Mac Software with a couple of copies of Rapid Weaver, Analog, and Courier. Yeah, those are. Have you looked at those? Those mm. are really cool. Mm. Uh, I've got some more news in uh, the upcoming weeks about ooh, Rapid Weaver from, okay. from my perspective. So. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> NoodleSoft is giving us a couple of copies of Hazel. I like Hazel. Uh, Plask are also uh, giving us uh, three copies each of Comic Life 2 for the Mac and Comic Life for the iPad. I, 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 love, I, I love that as well. I, I've never tried it. On, I haven't tried it on the iPad yet, but I used to really like it on the Mac. Yep. Uh, Smile Software is giving us some copies of Text Expander, PDF Pen Pro, and Disk Label. And I need to do this last one, Gaz. Go on, then. For everyone that had followed, with, followed along with... with my experiences at Macworld with doing just iOS, the only way I got through it was with this software, Twisted Wave, the iOS audio app. We have, we have a couple of copies of that, and thank you so much, Twisted Wave. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Okay. Where are we? <laughs> well, I'm, in, I'm on the east coast of the United States. 
Okay. Um, I I bought some stuff last week. Mm, I'm just reading this. That's why yeah. I was keeping quiet. I, thinking, I, yo, mm. I should have just kept going. Right. I know. Yeah. yeah you should have um, done. I'm a clown. Uh, I, I've joined the not aughts that's past 2010 for the ill-informed. I bought a, uh, Apple wireless keyboard and the magic trackpad. And so far I love the magic trackpad, except I can't figure out how to, uh, right click with it unless I hold down the control key. So I must be doing something wrong. Um, you just, you just put two fingers on it and tap on it. Oh, do I? Oh, mm. What you mean? They have a gesture for that? No, well, it's not really a gesture. You just use two <laughs> I got, I got a and gesture tap. for them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yours, de laws. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, just that's okay. all I do. But you, I think you have to set it up in the preferences. But two fingers uh, tap, and it's a right click. Oh well, that would. All you have to do, guys, ask. <laughs> <laughs> That would just take all my objections away. Right now, <laughs> Tom Schmidt is like banging his head on the desk going, God, yeah, why? Yeah. Why? Why do these people do a podcast about that? <laughs> because well, we have the answer. Fun. I've given them the answer, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> and that was from listener. Well, no, it was from me. <laughs> that was from me. I didn't know. Okay. Should we whip over to the mymat.com? Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to that. start off? Start us off. Okay, Spider-Arm for iPad 2, that's a review. The Spider-Arm is a stand with three articulated arms for iPad. When you order it, you need to remember to choose your model of iPad so that the secure snap case fits your model of iPad. Seems to be good for fixed placement, having read the article, but don't expect to use it everywhere around the house. Steve Hammond gives it a mm, mediocre MyMac rating of 6 out of 10. And we have the path to data privacy and security from uh, – it's a great opinion piece from uh, Pocket Size Podcast host, which you know, if you're not listening to that show, why the hell aren't you? Scott Wilsey. Yeah, fits in your pocket. Yep. Um, uh, ready? Oh, Are you ready, Guy? I'm ready. Okay. Suze. It's not Suzy. It's <laughs> Suze, you nitwit Brit. Yeah, I'm not a nitwit Brit anymore because I say that properly. Well, according to you, yeah. Susie Gilbert <laughs> does a video review on the Dexium iBlueK wireless keyboard and case for iPad 2. Um, watch it and see how she likes it. That's all I can say. <laughs> and we have the Genius Ring presenter review from David Acklin, which is a, uh, a clever wireless multifunction five-button mouse and laser pointer. Yep. And laser... Cool. Pointer. Pointer, yeah. All packaged into a small, lightweight, soft, natural rubber finger ring. Yes. Is the ring presenter a clever wireless mouse? Or is it a pointer device? And are there any other issues with it? Well, go on over and take a look. David gives it a MyMac rating of 7 out of 10. Okay, next is Donnie Yankelo. He looks at Snap Sneed. Snap <laughs> Snap Sneed. Snap Sneed. Snap the Seed from Nick sounds like Software. A, sounds like a bad UK television program. Yeah, probably, yeah. Okay, well, he looks at Snap Seed from Nick Software. Um, Donnie actually asked the question, when an iPhoto editing application arrives for the Mac for the price of iPhoto, what does this do that I can't do in iPhoto? Usually the answer is nothing, and the program is not worth the money. In the case of Snapseed, the answer is a lot. So go over to my Mac and read Donnie's highly rated review of this Mac application. And next up, Elisa. 
you say Pacelli, and I say Pacelli. <laughs> she does a book review on three different Adobe Photoshop Element 10 books, and that's Photo Elements 10 All-in-One for Dummies, Treat Yourself Visually, Photoshop Elements 10, and Adobe Photoshop Elements 10 Top 100 Simplified Tips and Tricks. So go on over and take a read and see which one, see which book will best suit your needs. Okay. Weather Through the Windows. Uh, this is Tech Fan Podcast number 67. David is actually joined by our friend Tom. Hey, Tom. Yeah, Smith. who we're hoping to be able to get on for the 400th podcast. He's, he's oh, been that. waiting like what? Since 2004. He's been waiting since number one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and guess what? There's what? no Tim. There's no Tim or Mountain Dew in sight on that podcast. And that was Mountain Dew. Dew. Sorry. <laughs> Dew. Dew as in grass. Do or do I don't know. <laughs> and Alisa, uh, uh, you say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. <laughs> she turns up again to take a look at a Mac app called Bookie or Bookle. Sorry, Bookle is a newly released EPUB reading app. We were talking about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we were. Uh, created by Adam Angst. Actually, we and we kind of talked about this. I think of uh, Titbits Publishing. And Peter Lewis of Stairways Software. And take a look at the article and, and see how Elisa likes reading ebooks. Yes. Um, right. Okay. So if you want to access and wipe clean an old hard drive that may be, well, it may have come out of an old MacBook or another machine, well, the Drive Eraser, do you get that Drive Eraser? Mm hmm. The Drive Eraser Ultra adds extra functionality to the previously reviewed device, which is still in use at Nemo Towers. <laughs> I like that, Nemo Towers. <laughs> this may not be for the average user, but if you have to clean hard drives, go and read the review to see if you need one of these devices. John rates it with an 8 out of 10. And uh, Artie, oh, I always mess up this up. Artie, a link. Uh, Artie, Artie, who is John's uh, friend. <laughs> and who I've met at Macworld, a link, a link cough, and I'm so sorry. Artie, you're going to have to send me like a little audio snippet that I can play for when you do stuff because I mess up your name every time, and I'm so sorry. He reviews Camera Bag 2, which is another photo editing program for the Macintosh. It's an ingenious photo editing program offering a combination of cutting-edge filter technology with the cloud of classic tools, and he gives it top marks. Uh, yeah, I think there's a bit of a fight off there between Snapseed and, and that particular application. So, yeah, I think there could be a fight on our hands there. Sam Negri reviews a clear and useful video tutorial presented by landscape photographer Phil Hawkins. Mastering Landscape Photography. It's a DVD. Uh, Sam says that this is by far one of the best photo tutorials that he's encountered in recent years. And he gives it a MyMac rating of 8 out of 10. And finally, good friend of the show, Owen Rubin. <laughs> looks at the possibility of the last refillable ink cartridge he'll ever buy. And this is a look at Silo Ink, which is a supply replacement cartridge that you can easily refill. And Owen is pretty impressed, so go on over to the site to read his review. Now, I, I've actually looked at a, at a couple of those those ink refill things, yep. and they're a mess. For the most part, they're a mess. So if some company has come up with a way to do it where it's not a mess, I'm very happy. Well, you need to read it because it is a fairly comprehensive review that he's done over there. So, uh, and it does look a bit different, uh, you know, a little bit different rather than you having to use needles and cartridges. Yeah. I think, yeah, go take a read. And we got some <clears throat> feedback from email. John Nemo says that the Shutterfly service, this was 
you know, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about photo sharing services yep. is much better than even Apple's own photo related printing services, better quality and exposure accuracy. All right. So that's for printing, I assume. Yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. Um, uh, not much from, uh, from Twitter except for the, uh, the, the usual insanity. That yes, is Twitter. Yeah, which I don't think we need to repeat here, do we? Really? No, no. no. If you follow either uh, uh, Mac Parrot or <clears throat> Gazmaz or Guy and Gaz at Twitter, you already know how crazy it can get over there. <laughs> okay, so um, Terra Noble from uh, Splasm Software, um, she wrote some kind words for us after her interview. Um, was it last week? Yeah, that was, was just last, last week? week. Yeah. Okay, um, Peter Bird wrote in saying that he hoped that you was wrong about Max going away because what would he call the show there or what would we call the show then? <laughs> now, you responded by saying it would become the MyPad.com podcast. That's right, the MyPad.com podcast. And yes. uh, we, we do have some audio feedback, but because this section is kind of running long, we're moving that to the third sec- section this week, so hold on for that. But we do have, and I have no idea what this means, a phobia word of the day. Okay, ebulliophobia. Ebulliophobia. Now, that has to be the fear of electronic bulls. No? Well, um, I think that you're a little wrong there, to be perfectly honest with you. I always seem to get this wrong. Yeah. It's basically the fear of bubbles. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Ebulliophobia. Oh, man, could you imagine as, as a little kid, <laughs> y- your mother goes to all the trouble to get out the Mr. Bubble and, and get this nice, frothy bath water going. She goes to put you in, and you're traumatized for life because yeah. you have ebuliophobia. Ebulli- yeah. Yeah. Okay. And now we I'm, have I'm, some news of the weird. Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to you telling me all about this. Okay. Uh, the, the first one. The force not with him, it was. A, a judge in Portland, Oregon, has ordered a 45-day jail sentence, and no big surprise, plus mental evaluation for a defendant age 33 after he attacked Toys R Us customers with a lightsaber in each hand. Mm. Darth Maul, was he? Or <laughs> Darth Stupid, it sounds like. <laughs> and uh, the very last bit, and I have no idea why I put this in, mm. But uh, I thought it was interesting. A cat has 32 muscles in each of their ears. Yeah. <sighs> Take a second. Stand, stand by and, um, well, we'll be right back. <laughs> Meow. Siri, can you help me find a good podcast? Why do you want to find a good baseball bat? Podcast, you... Well, I like to listen to Pocket Size Podcast. It's a great short podcast about all things iOS and iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, and Apple TV. And it's got a great co-host. You mean Peter? No, me. (sighs) Could you just find me a good book instead? Why do you want to become a crook instead? I thought it was men that weren't supposed to be able to understand women. Now searching for men who don't understand women. Oh, there are about 3.5 billion of them on Earth right now. I can find support groups for you. Now searching for support groups for men who don't understand women. Look, there's 12 near you. One of them even exists. 
Whether you're a man or a woman, you'll find Pocket Sized Podcast to be a great resource for all things about Apple's iOS devices, iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, and Apple TV. We feature reviews, interviews, and great coverage of all kinds of software and hardware devices. And the best part about it is, we don't talk about beta software, if you know who I mean. Ouch, that hurts. After all we've been through together. Find us at pocketsizepodcast.com or search iTunes for Pocket Size Podcast. The only reason to not listen is if you're sick and we'll expect a note from your mother. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. Yay. After that first break, yeah, oh, guy, oh well, thanks, guy. It's still there. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm recording, going. so that's that's I'd better still be here. <laughs> Well, you know, Skype hasn't broken down, and there's another mention for Skype. Yeah. Um, okay, Actually, so you know we- what? Considering the last – like, we've had Skype problems, like, the last two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. It has been, like, spot on. It's so, been stellar, hasn't it? Good it's been, job, Microsoft. It, it's been absolutely stellar, and I think they're wonderful people over there. <laughs> absolutely wonderful. Yeah, we're going to start okay. doing a podcast on Windows 8. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, I'm still not moving back to Windows. Uh, okay, so we had a question some time ago, which actually was more of a general question about various subjects. But we've pulled out each little piece, or rather Guy has, uh, and the question that we're now concentrating on is file sharing without mobile me. And um, that group of questions was asked by Antonio Andreas. Yep, thank you so very, very much, Antonio. A couple weeks ago, we talked about some of, and again, this isn't an all-inclusive, every single type of sharing service there is out there because this show just could not last that long. No. This is just a few of the ones that we found, and and we put some some of it together, and there'll be a list in the show notes. Uh, There's a Wikipedia page that if you want to see, like, practically every video hosting service that's out there. So, this, this so, so we're not talking about file sharing. We're talking about video sharing. We're talking about video sharing this week. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> and then uh, next week, if everything goes the way it's supposed to, uh, we're, we'll have an interview. And then a the week after that, we will get to the actual file sharing. Oh, and cool. We'll talk okay. about some of those. Cool. Uh, but now for video sharing, now almost all the services we're going to talk about use either Flash or HTML or some combination of the two, you know, services that can play on your computer, your mobile devices, or if you have an internet-ready TV in some cases, they'll have dedicated channels for their content. Yeah, of course, some of them have got to be combined because I I think what we're seeing more and more of is a lot of players are concentrating first on HTML5, and then if um, somebody visits that site who can't see it in HTML5, it then often falls back to the use of Flash, doesn't it? But I think slowly, slowly, Flash is disappearing. Well, we can only hope so. Yep. (laughs) You you had to, didn't you? I did. (laughs) So, okay. Uh, First on the list is some of the free video sharing services and of course the one that everybody knows about is youtube yep they have free uploading and sharing of videos as long as those videos are roughly no no longer than 15 minutes uh there 
most iOS video apps have some kind of upload feature for the service, and they actually even have a default app in iOS for viewing. And they offer some basic editing tools, which I haven't tried, uh, but frankly, the, the thought of uploading an entire video to like someplace like YouTube and then using their tools online instead of editing it myself and then sending them the finished product just seems ridiculous, but okay. Um, now this means of course, if you use their tools, you have to first upload the entire contents of the video to their service. First, they have a number of video formats that are supported, including AVI, MOV, MPG, MPEG, and MP4. And of course, um, we know what uh, uploading stuff, uh, how painful that can be. So I would tend to try and do as much editing and, and get a, a really clean and smaller file to upload as you can rather than uploading something which you're they're going to suddenly cut lots of stuff out and make lots of adjustments to. And then yeah. obviously, you know, they'll then probably ask you to actually load it onto the YouTube website and they'll probably ask you to clean it up and and. and compress it anyway so yeah well that's usually what happens i think you are much better off actually doing all that sort of stuff on a local machine well and plus also you figure you're trying to do that from like a portable device painful yeah yeah very painful but Uh, but they've got they've got you know the options up there for you yeah yeah uh another service i I suppose yeah backing up sorry guy yeah go ahead go ahead and and guess what's starting to screw up uh, skype yeah Um, Oh dear. Um, well, I'll try and nope, be it's as, back. It's back. I'll, I'll try and be as clear as I can. Then the reason they do that, of course, is because not everybody uploading video to YouTube is on a Mac, and of course, with the Mac, we get iMovie. So yeah, yeah, and and there's other you know, and that that's a subject we need to come back to is some of the the different type of uh, video editors that are available for the Mac. But that's a yeah. subject for another day. Okay. Uh, another service I found that was called Vio. Now they allow for unlimited size, and there's apparently no limit to the number of movies you can upload. However, the service's parent company has filed for Chapter Seven bankruptcy. Oops. Yep. So there's no guarantee that any files you upload won't just go poof if the company goes under. And I could not find, and it doesn't mean there isn't one, but I couldn't find a specific iOS app that you could use. So of course you can go online and do it. And there's other video players like uh media burner and uh VidWatch that allows you to view their content. Yeah. So, but that's one to just kind of just keep an yeah. eye on, but not jump into just yet. Or at least if you do, you know, don't have that be like the only place yeah, yeah, that you have yeah. your videos. Don't, don't use it as a backup. No, no. As a matter of fact, for almost any of these services, including uh, audio, uh, photos, you know, whatever kind of content you're putting up in the cloud, be aware that there's no guarantee that whatever company it is that you're dealing with won't suddenly just vanish or change your terms of service and screw you out of everything that you've got there. Yep. Another service I found, and some of these I'd never heard of before. This one's called Blip TV. Yeah, I've heard of them, but I've never really taken a lot a look because I don't do an awful lot of video, to be honest. Yeah. And it's now this is a kind of an interesting service. It's more geared toward uh, web video series than a place to put, you know, like a, a picture of your or a video of your girlfriend, you know, hitting her head on the table or whatever. And if you've got an idea, <laughs> bang! <laughs> it's it's the meme of the day. 
Uh, if you've got an idea for a video series, uh, it's kind of interesting. They offer a 50-50 split on any ad revenue, and they have a lot of different companies that offer sponsorship. So yeah, this is something you and I should 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 consider, Gaz. We'll, we'll do the Guy and Gaz TV show, and we'll upload <laughs> no. it to BlipT. Don't you think people would want to see that? No, I no, don't. No, probably not. I really, really don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the last one under the free services was one that I've heard of before, but I hadn't gone to a lot. It's called Daily Motion. And one of the things I found out about this company, <laughs> what? <laughs> that kind of, that, they're huge. That, yeah, that's fine, but that name just. Oh, Daily Motion? Yeah. <laughs> just makes me think of something totally different. Oh, uh, uh, clean. Keep it clean. I am. This is, this is a French company, and apparently they're, they're like, they're like. <laughs> killing me. Sorry. They're, they're like the 32nd uh, biggest site that people go to see really? every day. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'd gone to them a couple times for, you know, yeah, from a link from someplace they, else. When people type in Daily Motion, whether they're thinking of something else and they happen to end up there. Anyway, that's, it's brilliant marketing. <laughs> brilliant marketing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. yeah they should have like, uh, 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 oh, what's a good hand lotion company that they should advertise? Uh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Not going there. Uh, under, <laughs> under free pay. Now, by free pay, this means that they offer you some some basic services for free, but if you want more storage or you know better ways to display your content, it's going to cost you a little bit. And the one that and I've used them before, as a matter of fact, myself. This is the site that I sent that uh, that iPad video I made when the iPad was first released some time right, ago. Yeah, yeah. It's called Vimeo. Uh, their basic account offers about five hundred megabytes a week of space and that's with banner ads embedded. Their pay service is called Vimeo Plus and it's not real expensive. It's about $60 a year and that gives you 5 gigabytes a week with many other custom customization options. Customization? Thank you. <laughs> not available in their regular account. Uh if you need even more, they have a pro account which jumps it up to about 50 gigs of storage. Excellent. And the last bit, boy, this 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 section is just flying by, and that's good because I think the third section is going to be a, it's going to be a killer, it's going to kill us. Um, the the last section, these are strictly pay services. You cannot upload for free to these services. Uh, one I found is called iPlayer HD, which seems to be mostly geared toward businesses looking to host videos that, and they don't want to have that you know YouTube emblem embedded on the bottom that YouTube right. put. And, you know, how, how, how crass is that? You know, you, you upload a video to YouTube and it's like, yeah, boy, look at this great video. What's that down there in the bottom? YouTube. Okay, I guess it's a branding thing. I don't get it. So uh, they offer 50 gigabytes of storage and 100 gigabytes of bandwidth in their basic plan of about $30 a month or $300 a year. So, I mean, these <laughs> these are not cheap services. And these, these, you've got to be a bit more serious if you're going to be using Oh, these. very much so. Uh, <laughs> these next two are kind of similar, so I kind of jumped them in together. PlayStream and OnStream, they're a pay service that's a little out of what I think we would typically talk about in discussion, but they are okay. paid services. Uh, mostly seems to be for companies looking to stream or, or live webcast, 
And I could tell you what their pricing is, but it's one of those, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> it's like going up and saying, hey, how much is that Rolls Royce? And the guy just kind of looks at you and says, he says you yeah, can't afford it. Just, so. just stop wasting my time. You yeah. know, that kind of thing. <laughs> There's the door. <laughs> right. No, put the coffee down. Down. Coffee <laughs> down. Yeah, on the floor, not on the table. <laughs> the next one is uh, another one I found is called Bright Cove, and they offer a bunch of different tiers of service depending on what your needs are, all the way up to an enterprise level starting at about $100 a month. Browsers. Now, this next one I kind of found accidentally. <laughs> it's called Clash, and it's a service that offers itself as like a low-cost upload service as compared to some of the other ones that we were talking about. And they have this unique mobile app, which is Android only, yeah, for editing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm waiting for that for that uh, uh, Android um, to uh, to iOS converter. It should be coming any day now. Uh, pricing starts at about two pounds ninety nine. So they must be an English company a month. Mm. So. Yeah. And this is just like a very, very partial list of the companies that you can upload video to either for free or f to pay or, or anything, almost anything in between. And if you click on the, uh, the, the wiki link that I'll have in the show notes, there are so many companies that are doing this with various kinds of services. Just, you know, if you pick one, make sure that you check them out pretty thoroughly before you do because you don't want them to have complete control and ownership of whatever it is that you know you're going to upload so just keep that in mind okay now here's a question for you yeah. on all of those paid services presumably uh -huh. is there some sort of um option just to try them out at all is there any trial periods do you yeah think? some of them do have trial periods but you know it it what it really kind of comes down to is Especially when you're talking about services that cost anywhere from thirty to a hundred dollars a month, you know, if you're that serious about it, you have somebody in your organization kind of check them out before before you sign on yeah. the dotted yeah. line. And you know, some of the use cases I saw for this, uh, you know, you've got real estate agents that'll go in with a video camera into some of their properties and video right. the inside of them. And, you know, they'll have a, an embedded link on their website to say, okay, we'll click this link to see the inside of this house or, um, you know, things along those lines. And, of course, on the enterprise side, you have web conferences, uh, entertainment. You could have uh, live concerts. I know – you know, who, you ever heard of Jimmy Buffett? I haven't. Okay. He's, he's this kind of southern <clears> – <throat> you ever heard of the song Margaritaville? I haven't. You haven't. Okay. <laughs> All right, it's 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 an American thing. That that's what I'm getting here. Um, he does he does a lot of live streaming of his right. concerts. Okay, and mostly because he can. He's got you know, his concerts are sold out all over the place, so he doesn't care if anybody else sees them outside of you know the people that 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 paid for them. But these are the kinds of services that that people that entertainers would use, or real estate agents would use, or, or businessmen would use. Professional users using services, and they expect a certain level of service that you won't get from like YouTube or yeah. some of the other ones that we talked about. Now, now talking about you know everyday Joe, because obviously mm -hmm. the original question was really what's a replacement for Mobile Me? Right. Um, uh, is my memory um, 
uh, proving I'm an idiot. Yes. Can oh, you, wait, can, no, you haven't finished the question. Go ahead. <laughs> can you also upload video to Flickr? Yes, as a matter I of fact, have, I have a we talked about that two that weeks can. ago. Yeah, yeah there's, I, I can't remember whether we, whether we mentioned that, whether we should mention that here as well. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think about that because when we talked about the photo services, I remember saying that there was a couple of them that would let you upload videos, though it was it was more limited of than, yeah, than of some course. of these services because their main purpose was photos as compared yes, to video. Yeah, yeah but I mean, yeah. things like Flickr and uh, oh, what was the other one? There was another one. I can't think what it is now. And I know uh, Google, I think, just killed their video service. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Google comes out with all these pie-in-the-sky. Well, you see, Google just throws stuff on the wall and sees if it sticks. And if it it sticks, they might run with it. Yeah, otherwise, it either sticks or stinks. Anyway. One of the two. Yep. (laughs) And that's all we got for this segment. So Cool. Well done, guy. (laughs) Round of of applause. Yay for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, you've... Uh, let's see. Round of applause. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. <laughs> no, 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 but that's, uh, that's probably apt. Anyway. <laughs> there we go. Yay. Okay. You, you were determined, weren't you, to find it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I got that damn round of applause here somewhere. <laughs> Everyone, please. <laughs> stand by. Just stand by. And uh, we'll be right Back. No, I like that. <laughs> I would have preferred it if you just left it there. You'll be right. Bye, 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 Hi, I'm Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. And I'm David Cohen from the Tech Fan Podcast. And we wanted to take a moment to tell you about the Stoplight Network. Stoplight is a community of podcasters. We're a group of people who are passionate about podcasting, and we're looking for people who have either existing or new podcasts who might be interested in joining us. So check it out at www.stoplightnetwork.com. And while you're at it, check out our show, the Tech Fan Podcast part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts. Desperately searching for the elusive East Coast Malasada, the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. This is the segment where we took some of the stuff we were going to do in the first part and just tossed it over here. Thank you. So um, and We threw it out with the trash. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no. Uh, The first one is an email that we got from Eric Diaz. Thank you very, very much. And I think this is MacNatico. I believe. And if it's not, then, you know, slap my wrist next week. Okay. He writes, hi, Guy and Gaz, just writing to share my opinion on your discussion about what Mountain Lion means for the Mac. I can see why Guy thinks that the Mac is going to pasture soon. Well, is isn't quite what I meant, but that's okay. However, I have to side with Gaz here. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> so long as you need Thanks, the Mac, Eric. as long as you need the Mac to develop for iOS, the Mac is not going anywhere. The Mac has been growing for six years straight generating a very healthy profit. 
In fact, it's pretty much the only PC manufacturer growing market share in double digits quarter after quarter, which is very true. So I don't see a compelling case to kill it just yet. There might be a future where we may only carry an iPhone or iPad and just dock it on a display and use that as a computer, but we're not there yet, and that also is true. Some Android manufacturers have tried, and have you seen any of those, Gaz? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're dreadful. That thing that Motorola made? Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. I mean, if if you look up the word fail in the dictionary, <laughs> there's a picture of this Motorola device that's <laughs> like half phone and half laptop. Oh, it was just so dreadful. Anyway, <clears throat> am I getting off the topic a little bit? No, there we no, go. No, no, okay. No. Uh, some Android manufacturers have tried, but they haven't had any traction with that. Yeah. I guess we'll have to wait for Apple to show them how to do it. <laughs> well, that's what they normally do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the iPad has already shown them how to do it. They just can't figure out all the, the stuff in between. Because yeah, I well, meant to call you a couple of weeks ago to give you a tip for the 32-inch Mac <laughs> that there is a better – that there is an app called Better Touch Tool. No, this I have app, heard about that, Yes. This app has uh, many good features, but the most useful allows you to separate windows to each half of the screen like you do on Windows 7. This kind of sounds like spaces in a way. Doesn't mean. Yeah. No, so- no, 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 no. Actually, what he means is it probably splits it on the screen. So it's easy. So you can easily, you know, rather than you messing about and adjusting the, um, um, the actual windows, like if you've got several um Safari and you know other windows open this pro I think what he's saying is that it just helps you organize it like you can on a Windows machine easier like oh, tiling, okay. I suppose oh okay okay because <clears throat> there is a version on the app store but it is a little bit more restricted that's a subject that we need to talk about too pretty soon um, I used it at work with my Mac mini and a 27 inch monitor well okay well Eric isn't that like part of what makes it not a problem when you have a 27 inch monitor and it's great uh thanks talk to you later eric cheers eric yeah i might uh, i might take a closer look at better touch tool i have heard of that actually that application and we got uh let's uh oh where is it now i can't find you've it. not lost it have you no 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 no. i found it i found it yay oh, okay, okay. <laughs> And you know why? Because he thinks I'm... You big yank tank. That's right. <laughs> we got a call from Jolly Jap wanting to know about battery management for his MacBook Air. Uh, he wants to know if there's software that will disconnect or not overcharge his battery when it's plugged in. And I'm just going to go ahead and play that right now. Hi, big yank tank. And <laughs> See? This is Jolly Jap, or Paul, for the syllabically challenged. My problem is battery management. I have a MacBook Air, and I'm going to get a Thunderbolt display so that I can use my MacBook Air as my main computer with a decent display. My problem is that this will need it to be plugged in for long periods, which I suspect will decrease the abilities of my battery. I've always had a problem with uh, overcharging my batteries, which has led to a shorter life. I have a battery management app which tells me that my battery is gracefully degrading. It will also tell me when it's been plugged in for too long. But what it won't do is actually condition my battery or, in effect, uh, stop disconnect my battery by software so that I can leave it plugged in and the battery management app will manage charging. 
I think this is going to be a more general problem as we continue uh, to go towards a laptop and away from desktop computers. Um, do you know of any application that can do something towards that or at least condition my battery? Thanks. Love the show. That is a cracking question. Yeah, and I have no good news. <laughs> I, mm. I'm well, sorry, I was just going to say that is probably very difficult to do or, or very difficult to implement. Especially with all the restrictions <laughs> that Apple is is starting oh, to put here into. Here you go again. Here you well, go again. Well, no, let, the let's, fact that it's got a button that says get software from anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay, but that has nothing to do with them restricting apps from working with other parts of hardware or software. True, true within Lion, true within right. Lion. and yep. will probably yep. be true in Mountain Lion. However, to, to get back to your question, Paul, um, I'm sorry, I could not find any software that would, like, you know, I, I'm kind of guessing what you mean is, and, and part of the problem is, especially with Apple's laptops, is they're getting away from users being able to pull out one battery and put in another battery. So the battery that you have with your laptop is the battery that that laptop is always going to have unless it becomes so bad you change it out in the future. Okay, well, can I, can I just plug in sure. um, a quick pointer here? Yeah. I think that they have learned an awful lot about battery management with the iPad. Sure. L less with the iPhone because I think um, on smaller devices it makes it much more complicated and much more awkward. But I think they've learned an awful lot with the iPad because I still, I've still got the iPad one, which I got on um, release day when it was uh, released over here in the UK. Obviously, that's had no changes. It's not been back to factory for any uh, updates or restores. Yeah. And I tell you what, the, the battery life on that is not far off as good as it was when I had it, you know, several years ago. Um, so I think they're learning a lot about battery usage. But, and here's the big but, it does go through lots of cycles. <clears throat> and when I say that, I mean it gets charged up to full and then it gets used. And I've often heard that battery management means that you should be not just leaving, as um, Paul says, your, you know, your battery or your uh, device is plugged in, in. your yeah. device is plugged in, because that doesn't actually do them any good. You may think it is, but actually it does wear the battery down. Um, now, I'm no scientist, and I'm certainly not a battery expert, and I don't know the reasoning why that is. Presumably it's because of constant current flow through the battery, and it just discharges it somehow. It somehow destroys it. I'm sure we can get an expert on to tell us all the details. And but, please, if, you, if anyone knows the, the answer to this, let us know. Yeah, but uh, certainly I, I've often heard that it's, it, you're better off actually unplugging your mobile devices and actually using them and letting the battery go down and, and then recharge it back up and down and recharge it back up. Right. Now, I don't say all the way down because what they often say is that once a month or once every several months, you should then um, uh, discharge the battery completely down to zero. And I occasionally do that on all of the MacBooks I've got, say all of them, two of them, yeah. um, where I let them you know, go down to zero and then you know, switch themselves off and then leave them charged to full capacity. Now, what that does, it doesn't actually um, help the life of the battery, but I think it, what it does, it kind of resets the monitor of that battery. So yeah, the, the SMC knows. or... Um 
Ah, uh, there's there's another one too. Yeah. So basically, it's it, it's keeping a it 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 gives it a, a new setting. It, it understands where the life of that battery is. Right. So, uh, um, but I, yeah, that's a real difficult one for to have software actually do that for you. Is is a bit well, of a if if Apple would allow it, and I don't think they will. Uh, <laughs> it, in my mind, what would be perfect would be okay. You plug your laptop in, and it's, you know it's late at night. You're going to bed. You plug your laptop in before you go to sleep. When the laptop battery hits about that ninety five percent charge level, yeah. If it would start trickling down, and then when it hits ninety eight, cuts off completely, so that you're not, you know, over trying. You're not overcharging the battery because. Mm-hmm. Regardless of, of how good the battery is or how good the built-in management software for that battery is, 100% is never going to be 100% for both the battery and the software. There's always going to be some play on one side or the other. So you may be undercharging it a little bit. You may be overcharging it a little bit. And if you had software that would, you know, when you hit 95%, would start to trickle that down you hit 98%, it cuts it off. And maybe, you know, once every couple hours goes and checks and says, uh, okay, well, he's still at 97%. I don't need to turn back on again. But you're not having to worry about overcharging your battery. It will just go ahead and turn it off automatically. I don't know of any software that will do anything like that. No, and, and to move on, I, I, it would be very difficult for somebody to actually create an application that would then go through that process of obviously discharging your battery so it could then refresh it again because as I said, right. cycling your battery is, is good actually for the battery. But, you know, how do you write software to do that? Not that it's difficult to write the software to do it, but how do you do it in such a manner that you then suddenly come and grab your laptop because you need to go out on a trip and it's through the period where it's dropping it down to 10%. You know, then yeah. you're going to be really swearing at that software <laughs> for leaving you in a position where you've got only 10% left where it was going through a cycle of some sort. Because, yeah. you know, the software can't make that decision because it doesn't know when you're going to need to take it, you know, off the off the charger. The ideal situation is always to have it ready. But as you've mentioned, you don't want it fully charged and fully charging all the time when it's right. reached when it's reached peak. Yep. Uh, well, let's, let's talk about the software I did find. Uh, yep. Real quick, why don't you take that first one? Yeah, what uh, interesting! <laughs> You've come up with some um, uh, some freeware, which is called Coconut Battery. Yeah, uh, that's from uh, well, CoconutBatteryFlavor.com, dot com, I think. Yeah, now, it's funny because my mouse has just suddenly gone all doodah on me. Oh, you can't uh, get to it. Yeah, here we go. Um, so this is some. Um, this is some. Did you say freeware? Yes, you did. It's yes. freeware uh, software, which. Um, Basically, I think uh, this kind of does the sort of thing that you were talking about. But it's it, yeah, it, but it it, it it won't it won't cut it down. No, it doesn't cut it down. It's, all it's doing is really much like iStat um, is just checking the the life of your battery and where it is in its process. You know how many cycles it's got. You know uh, the the current capacity and the charge uh, capability of of the battery, which really is not what we're looking for here. No. Well, I don't think – none of these are going to do what, what Paul or John no. Jap wants them to do, and that's unfortunate. No. Uh, most of the programs that we're about to talk about are more along the lines of, of monitoring 
the health of the battery or um, you know, what its maximum charge is, things along those lines. Uh, there's another one by or from binarytricks.com called Watts, which also, unfortunately, won't disconnect your battery. But according to the website, we'll schedule a time for when you need to recondition it. And kind of interesting, it has growl notification support. Well, that's good. Yeah. And then there's one more. Um, iStat Menu. Yeah. yeah. From Bajango. Um, actually, Which I iStat, just recently installed that in Lion. I, iStat, iStat Menu actually monitors an awful oh lot more than, you, than, you, <laughs> than your battery. It is. It's like, it, it puts a carnival of lights on your menu bar. It, it's, like <laughs> moni- it's like monitoring on heat. It really yeah. is. It, it, yeah. it, you know, if if you think you need it monitoring, then go out and get um, iStat menu because there'll um, be something it, there. A bit, yeah, it's it's a great bit of kit, and it it um it actually now it puts something on your menu bar. But do, do they still have the um the application for your dashboard as well? I think they do. Oh, uh, I think it, they do, but I've I, I so rarely go to dashboard these days. You, it's funny because I still go into dashboard, and that's where I kind of keep my my iStat Pro. Yeah, and um, it's weird because that's kind of where I cut my my like podcasting teeth was talking about dashboard widgets. Yeah, you did, you did. And if you go in there, basically, I mean, it, iStat will tell you not only about your battery, it'll tell you about your discs, it'll tell you about your memory, it'll tell you about your CPU, yeah. it'll tell you about your network, um, the temperature of your machine, the, the fans, what they're running at, the processors. <laughs> Super, it's insane. Super. Well, I was tell I was telling Gaz before we got started that I I've been funny, ripping a lot is, of movies. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you, go ahead. It, it it's funny because I'm just looking at my Mac Mini and it said battery and I thought what? But it's actually giving me the health of my mouse battery life, <laughs> and it's actually giving me a different reading. Interestingly enough, from the Bluetooth indicator, which is actually on your menu bar, which is oh, interesting. That's cool. I wonder which well, one is. I wonder which one is right. Oh well, I've got a feeling because the one on the menu bar is actually telling me it's at one hundred percent, and I know that these batches have been in here for a little while. So I have a feeling that iStat is probably more accurate because it's telling me sixty four percent. That is so, probably closer. Yeah. Oh well, I yeah, I was telling Gaz before we got started doing the podcast tonight that I've been ripping DVDs like crazy. You know, old stuff like the Thin Man movies and. Jurassic Park movies and stuff like that that we've had for a long time that just sits on a shelf. And it's like, oh, you know, I got handbrake and I took the day off. So why not just start ripping stuff? So I did. And I recently installed iStat Menu. And when I started to rip it, now I've got this Mac Pro and it's got, you know, four processors in it. So I've got like a separate little box for how much work each processor is doing. Yeah. And it was like all of a sudden my menu bar just lit up in green as <laughs> all four processors started kicking in to rip these movies. I was like, oh, my God. And I'm watching the temperature go from about 90 degrees to about 115 degrees as, as things started rolling. And it was like, you know what? I, I can't stand here and watch this. This is just painful. <laughs> but yeah, ice that menu will give you, knew, you at everything. At least you knew you know, what you'd paid for was now doing some work at last. Yeah, at last. <laughs> <laughs> oh my my all right let's uh so, let's move on so unfortunately and for oh yeah yeah mr j we we we're we've failed we have we have so unless any any developers out there that thinking you know is there a uh, an opportunity here well yeah there is you get one buyer oh at least one <laughs> and uh and if you develop this app you too will have the chance to tell the g-men that 
you big yank tank. You nitwit Brit. That's right. That's right. But I am just on fire with soundboard tonight. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't say it like it was a good thing, did I? No. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Let's let's move on to our app picks. Why don't you go first, Gaz? Well, I, I've I've been on a couple of podcasts this last week. In fact, for, s- for some reason, I suddenly found myself. Oh, speaking. Uh, let me let me interrupt you. Speaking of which, if if you guys don't get the for Mac Eyes Only podcast, please get the latest one that Gaz did with Mike, where they were talking about Matt Lion and and <laughs> things along those lines. It was really. Really, a great podcast and very, very interesting. Go ahead. Yeah, Sorry, that's, that's actually not the latest one that's out. It's um, oh, uh, okay, the preview because he's he's done one this weekend with um, uh, I think with Eric. Um, but uh, yeah, the last one that I was on with uh, with Mike yeah, it was uh, it was quite. Yeah, I enjoyed doing that one. That was great anyway. Show. So I've gone I've gone away from um, a pick this week and gone into a hint and tip. Okay. Uh, sy- syndrome. And I've, I've actually repeated these these tips on a couple of podcasts, but I'm going to repeat them here just in case you've um, you've not listened to any of those other ones. <laughs> um, and one of the things is, and the reason I brought this first one up was because of a certain application, which I will be talking more about in the upcoming weeks. It actually wanted me to go into my library folder and do something within the application. Um, support folder that's in there and I was looking at my machine scratching my head because I've kept hidden folders hidden yeah that's kind of why they're called hidden hidden, folders folders. well, well the library folder under your account is also hidden but there's a very easy way to get there if you need to. And all you've got to do is when you click on a, uh, the menu, uh, the finder icon, uh, in the menu bar at the top, if you click on go and then hold, hold down the alt key, all of a sudden, what suddenly drops into place is your library folder. So all you then need to do is go down and click on the library and a new finder window will open in your library folder. Now, you don't want to go in there unless you're told to by an expert, and that expert yeah. isn't me. It could be the software application. Yeah, or um, Dave and John over at the, uh, the Mac Geek Gab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, any, any of those guys, but yeah, not um, not only, if we tell you. Only go in there if you need to, and that's probably why Apple want it hidden. But an easy way <laughs> to get there: click on the go in your Finder menu in the menu bar at the top. Click Alt, and it will appear. Now. I'm not leaving it there. I've got more because the next one I also like, which I came across. Um, I don't know about you, Guy, but sometimes my spelling is pretty... uh, I am the product of an American public education. I think that's (laughs) all I need to say. (laughs) Well, um, sometimes my spelling could be uh, a little better. Um, And if you're in text edit or in pages, at least... I know that this little trick works. If you start spelling a word and, you know, you, and I've used this pun before, so excuse me if you have heard it, if you occasionally forget how to spell occasionally, as you start, <laughs> spe- as you start spelling it, the first few letters, if you press F5 on your keyboard, it will actually bring up, within certainly within text edit and pages, a selection of the words that could possibly be spelt with the first few letters. However many you you know you type in, it will then come up with the other options which are available to you. And that I that I is like really that. cool. That's a real cool one. That's let me try. Really let me cool. try that with fire truck. Oh oh no, that wasn't the word I was looking for. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. You're not the word that you're looking for. <laughs> or I'm not the word you're looking for. Okay. So the next one. Yeah. Um, 
If you've you've now got a trackpad, haven't you? Yes, I do. Yeah, I'm not, I apparently, I'm not sure how to use it all the time. But no, well, well, we found that out already. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, if you if you yeah, I'll edit control, that out of the if, show. If you hold the control key down and you've got those two fingers, which I mentioned earlier, but this time you actually uh, hold your control key. So I hope you're doing this now, guy. Okay. And then with two fingers, slowly move those fingers up the oh, trackpad. Oh, that is way cool. Okay, it, you will zoom into your screen. Now, I know there are lots of accessibility options available to people, but sometimes you don't want to turn them all on and go through the options, but this one zooms in. Now, if you've got a magic mouse or a scroll wheel, you can do the same thing. So you press and hold the control key, and on your magic magic mouse, just with one finger, you do the same thing. You just scroll it up the mouse, and it will zoom into your screen. So you can take a closer look at that very important word that you can't quite read because the developer of the website has put it in the smallest font he can possibly find because he that's how he rolls and um there are there's another one actually there's uh, another one which i found i'm not quite sure how useful this one is as much but if you uh for instance press alt the alt key or the option key as it's all uh, also known and perhaps press on your brightness display or perhaps on the volume controls if you press an, um, the alt key and then hold or press one of those other keys that i've just mentioned or for example um, the dashboard key so alt and dashboard it will take you straight to your system preference for that option so for example if i press alt and the um, brightness key on my keyboard it takes me straight to my display option in um, system preferences oh you know i'm looking at uh andy's new keyboards <laughs> i knew where everything was on my other keyboard but the, the new smaller keyboard you know why doesn't apple make a wireless keyboard with the the built-in number pad and and all the same stuff as the uh the, the long wired usb keyboard uh, do they not? I thought they did. I do don't. A, I don't know if that. I, if they I do, thought, I would buy one tomorrow. I thought they did a, a Bluetooth. Uh, I looked version. earlier. Well, it's a one. Perhaps they don't. I could be wrong. I, could be I wrong. looked earlier. I couldn't find one. Okay. So, uh, but there you go. That's um, quick tips this week. Quick tips. Yeah, those are some good ones. I especially like uh, the uh, the one where you can zoom in and out. I'm, yeah, that is quite useful actually. Just yeah. pressing control. I'm doing and that two, right now. Two fingered on your. Yeah, I bet you're going backwards and forwards, aren't you? you yes, I am. <laughs> I just knew he was doing that. I just knew it. Oh, God. Yeah, I am. She calls you a nitwit Brit. There's got to be like some kind of like nitwit American thing because that just fits me to the T. Yeah, but you've got a picture picture of Mickey Mouse. You're zooming in and out on his head. Yeah, well, I am a child of the 70s. I am a child of the 70s. Uh, My app pick this week is IVI by South Pole Software. It's one of the highest rated rated video converters in the app store. And I use it typically when I have kind of non-normal video files, like like AVIs, stuff you can't just automatically drag into iTunes. And if I have like six or seven of, of, you know, video files with, with, Either that or or some other types of uh, files from different video cameras. IVI will convert them over right into MPEG or MP4s, and you're all good to go. Real cheap, too. $3.99 from South Pole Software, and it is in the Mac App Store. Cool. Now, we've got a a people's pick, haven't we? Yep. 
from Scott, our very own very Scott. Very own Scott Wilsey. Scott Wilsey. Um, Zite and Flipboard on iOS. He says, oddly, I enjoy the iPhone versions more than the iPad versions. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually also mentioned Twitterlater. New. Is that Twitter, Twitter new, new on iOS? But really, I think it's Zite and Flipboard, the main ones that uh, we're taking from Scott there. So Flipboard, I'm I'm kind of not re- – I'm still not quite into it. Um, and I think Zite is a similar type of, uh, of application to Flipboard where it allows you to read all sorts of um, – Yeah, it kind of monitors the sites you go to. and Yeah, it's kind of but it, it's kind of an RSS feeder for all sorts of sites and yeah. for like your Twitter feed and but for the, like the general output, Twitter feed. The output looks more like a magazine. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And yeah. I've, st- I, I've used it and I've, I've, it's just not me, I'm afraid. But yeah, I've used I'm a no couple l- of them that are like that and there was one that I talked to not at the last Macworld expo but that the one before that and yeah you know i used it for a while and it was kind of interesting but then i just found it started getting in my way as i was kind of surfing around and it was constantly asking he says oh i've got updates i've got updates and after a while it's like god just leave me the hell alone <laughs> well i've heard a lot of people talk about uh, both of those applications so perhaps worth a look yep and uh let's see we have a ton of of new Facebook likers. I'm sure that comes as a huge surprise. Last time I looked, we were up like at 104, 105. And 106 now. 106 likers. And I, I, I think it's all because they love our sparkling personality and has nothing to do with the fact that we're giving away a lot of no, software. it's got nothing to do with the competition at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> So I, I really appreciate everyone that's doing that. Um, and Eric, oh, we have uh, – darn it, I wasn't ready. We have a, a new iTunes uh, review. review, and I'm like frantically trying to get to it as we speak. Oh, Guy, you're so unprepared. I am. Unprofessional. I'm, I'm just going to leave. No, I'm just don't leave. Don't leave. This. Uh, this is from Eric Osaki, our Hawaiian friend, who Yay. every day gets to have malasadas when I don't. All I can say is, Eric, I'm just waiting for the invitation, and I'll be there. <laughs> oh, we will be so there. Uh, he <laughs> writes, one of the older podcasts, this is more than just news, tech support, and commentary. It's put on by an international crew looking at all things Macintosh and Apple and how they affect our world. Sometimes irrelevant, just sometimes, <laughs> but always real. The My Mac Magazine podcast adds to the Macintosh living experience. Over the years, the hosts have changed, but not the unfocused focus. This is for people who enjoy using their Macs and want to know ways they can improve on it. They always make me smile or laugh out loud. This is done by oops, sorry, this is done by real human beings for human for real human beings. Give the G men a wooty. Woot 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 woot. Yep. Well, thank you very much. Thank I'm you. blushing. I don't know about you, I guy, but I'm blushing. I am. That was that was very very oh. nice. Thank you, he Eric. He didn't really mean us, did he? Anyway, no. I think he was talking <laughs> about Tim and Dave. Yes. Uh, so uh, on that note, if anybody would like to do an iTunes uh, review, it does really help us. So, and we'd love you to go over yep. and do a review. And if if you haven't done one for a year or two, go over and do another one. So I know that you can. I know <laughs> yeah. that you can. And it sure gives us a big lift. It does. Yep. It does. 
So, okay, so you, know, you go first this people time. contact you if they don't want to actually like the Facebook to enter that 400th competition? If they would like to enter the 400th podcast competition, whatever doodah. we're calling it this doodah. week, doodah, uh, they can contact me at guy at mymac.com and I will see to it that they get in the contest. I can also be reached at the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Excuse me. What about you, Gaz? When I'm not coughing my lungs out, how can people contact you? Uh, ever so easy. It's uh, G-A-Z at M-Y-M-A-C dot com. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did that, but it's I'm Gaz not sure why. Yeah, it's and you can you can also send it to Gaz if you up, want to enter now, the contest. Will, guy, will you will, will you be quiet, please? Let I will. me finish okay. for once in your life. Just just this once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gaz at MyMac.com or on the Twitters, uh, Twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz. And as Guy was saying, yes, send us an email and we'll enter you into the 400th yeah, competition. Either one of us. Now, you can also contact us on twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz and also feedback at mymac.com. Now, I believe that we um, still have a uh, Skype number. We do have a Skype number. Uh, Jolly Jap actually sent us that question. I believe he sent that in an email. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. You can you can contact us and leave a message, and I guarantee it'll be on the show um, unless you've said something very naughty. Very uh, wood. Very, very wood. On our Skype number, which is area code 703-436-9501. Well done. Yeah. I'm amazed you remember that. Yeah. Well, I have it written down, so that helps. Because <laughs> otherwise, you know, like I said, I'm a blonde from Florida, born and raised in the 70s. You know, there's only so much room left in this big, empty head of mine. <laughs> Okay, so do you want to read the next word? Okay, the next word seems to be... End. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please check out the Stoplight Network for other podcasts like the Tech Fan Podcast, Pocket Size Podcast, Not Another Mac Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the Mac Specialist Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. cat off on a swim to get back to where he begins. He's not quite there yet because he hates to get wet, so he'll chuck it to someone else who seems dim. <laughs>